So, hey, looky there, it's Caden Stetler and Robin Vote with Com Cheddar. I haven't listened to them since I was prospecting out on Subterrell. How's it going, Rebels and Blockaders alike? Welcome to Com Chatter with your host, Caden Stetler, founder of Rebel Cause, and across from me, as always, is... Yeah, it's Robin Vote from Brick City Blockade. What is going on, good folks? Happy, happy, good evening. I have I was about to say happy holidays. I'm like, I'm in the holiday mood, but I don't want to say it just yet, so happy, good evening. Uh, oh man happy holidays everybody like (laughs) we're in the holiday spirit today was a great day and we're happy ready to sit down talk some com chatter talk some star wars it's gonna be awesome i i guess we kind of have some rumors that are maybe a little more than a grain of salt Mm. flying around right now you know we had i guess first off we had kevin smith what he actually said was (laughs) jj abrams is doing the lord's work Oh man, which I'm excited, man. You know, it's uh, what a what a great you know stamp of approval from Kevin. I mean, that man mm-hmm. loves everything, but he loves good stuff, you know. So that was pretty cool. I I don't know if you heard about. <clears throat> I, I read an article today that was was a bunch of little rumors, just like little things that kind of made for a bigger picture. But have you heard the thing about Kylo Ren's mask yet? Yeah, I've been going back and forth about it. It's funny because. If you guys go over to the Brick City Blockade website, I recently put out an article, and I know it's a title, Is Kylo Ren Really the Supreme Leader Heading into Episode 9? If you take a deeper look at it, I kind of look at um, necessarily the way that he's going to rise, and I think the helmet, it's funny, that person took it to the next level. They were like, okay, what is the significance of the helmet for Kylo Ren heading into this? Because he's he tossed it away in uh, The Last Jedi. He's tossed it away twice now. <laughs> he threw it, it essentially was gone on Starkiller Base. It comes back. And then again, heading into episode eight, The Last Jedi, he smashes it and, and it's broken into all these pieces. And it's like, okay, is really the helmet that important? But I love what that article did. I absolutely love this whole discussion around just Kylo Ren's helmet. What does that mean to that character, Caden? It, it's it's one of those little tidbits that you see and you're like, eh, maybe I'll just pass by it. But at this point, with everything surrounding Episode Nine, you click on it and you're like, "Okay, what is this all about?" I think the mask for him is kind of—it's a way for him to hide from the mm-hmm. things he's doing. Yes, you know, he he did pretty terrible things with the mask on and off. But I, I think if if this does pursue a redemption arc for the film, which who knows, um, it's something I prefer. But you know, mm-hmm. if they do it right in another way, fantastic. But um, if it would, you know, the film would start with him with the mask on again. And the rumors I've heard is that there's like red, like lines through it, which are, you know, it's kind of like glued back together, but with like a heavier material, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, and it looks has like a corrupted look. That sounds awesome, you know, and that'll show that he's been corrupted on the surface, but he still has that Ben Skywalker or Ben Solar rather. Uh, inside him and it'll be a really good thing to show maybe him take that helmet off one last time you know maybe we don't see ben solo we see that kylo ren mask for the whole film until like the end you know that'd be something really interesting yeah i think that's actually a really good point because when we went into the force awakens what was the one thing that really grabbed our attention when we first saw the character of kylo ren the mask the lightsaber it was all the i guess you could use the words of of poe dameron all the apparatus that Kylo Ren actually carried with him that actually made him a very tempting character. And 
when you took off the mask, it was kind of like, all right, this is the vulnerable kid, the vulnerable solo. He that, was so darn pretty. Yeah, well, that's just it. <laughs> that's just it. When he took it off, you're like, okay, what kind of person are we going to get with Adam Driver? Adam Driver is known for being pretty harsh in a lot of his roles, you know, other than Lincoln, of course, which he barely makes an appearance in and is not really worth the, the discussion. But even in those roles, you're like, okay, what Adam, what Adam Driver, Driver are we going to get with this? And it really was in that moment you saw, okay, this harsh man that does all these different things, Caden, and then you kind of see the other side. Oh, he's got this really almost like very handsome face, and it's like, okay, wait, what, what, what approach are they doing? I think you're right. I think it's that whole approach of, yes, he's corrupted by the look in which he gives to the rest of the galaxy with the mask on and the lightsaber and everything. But the, as soon as he takes off that helmet, even Ray realizes, all right, there's there's something more to this guy. There's 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 some there's something that is worth moving around and and trying to focus in on because he's not really corrupted underneath necessarily. You know, and I, I think I, I think they've really done a beautiful job of giving us the new Darth Vader, which mm-hmm. is essentially what he should be. Essentially. You know, I mean, just a role fulfillment. Yeah. While giving us complete opposite of darth vader as in yeah he's got the scary mask and stuff but you know vader underneath he was horribly burned and disfigured and all that and to know underneath that he literally chooses to put on this mask correct to promote you know fear and to provoke fear in people rather it's really interesting you know because vader was Mm -hmm. stuck and then used that to his advantage you know he just happened to you know be burned alive and then they stick him in this big intimidating armor that makes him like a foot taller and you know is scary looking and kyle is choosing to do that and i think that says a lot about his character in a deeper way that he has to provoke fear in other people by using a secondary means rather than just his physical self and we saw him kind of tap into it in the last jedi obviously when you know those two uh officers look pretty freaked out when he's all like sweaty in the elevator punching the wall and he's just like yes. go get my ship now and now, then, please you know, and just storms off snoke made I'm the big, super- biggest mistake snoke made the made the biggest mistake in that moment when he's when he asked him to take off that stupid mask and when yeah. he said you know i thought you were the heir apparent to lord vader and, and you're not even close i mean that motivation alone when he went and he smashed the helmet i think like you said he, if he brings back, and I'm wondering if Kevin Smith saw some of that behind the scenes. If he's that's the that that's enough right there emotionally. That where groundbreaking, that groundbreaking character moment or the best uh, performance in someone's history. Now, are they talking about Adam Driver? Are they talking yeah. about Luke? You know, I don't know so much. There's so much. I, that's the best part about Episode Nine. I will say it. It feels like Seven again. It does. It really does. It really does. We have. No idea what's going to happen. You know, eight was they they threw these big twists at us, and it was yeah. awesome. I love that film. I love. I mean, I love all Star Wars. Who am I really kidding? Of course, of course. Um, they threw these amazing twists at us, but we have no idea what we're walking into. So, nope. We could get any number of outcomes out of this, and we're we're starting to see little things now, which is cool. The other cool thing that I heard is, and, and this interests me because I think it kind of makes sense. So, the Knights of Ren. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are described as force wielding mercenaries. Correct. So they're just like coming through with a minigun type, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm sure maybe we could see some of them fight with lightsabers, but I don't think that's what it's about. 
No. You know, they have this leader, the, you know, their master of of Ren, I guess is what they would call him. Yeah, essentially, yeah. Master of Ren, whatever. It's basically just his squad. And he sends out this, you know, Kylo Ren, the the fiercest enforcer of the First Order, just has this crew and he's like, heck, go take these dudes out. Yeah. And that would be, it's it's basically from the way they look, you know, that brief, brief glimpse we got of them. It's like force wielding, force wielding Mandalorian, you know? (laughs) And that's just, oh man, I'm so interested to see. I'm interested to see if maybe any of them have force ability, if it's a thing or, uh, you know, fight with a lightsaber. I mean, they obviously, uh, according to this rumor, do have a force potential. But it'd be interesting to see him training with lightsabers, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe Kylo trying to get him to that point. Yeah. Maybe they're not that strong. Maybe they're these apprentices. I don't know. The, the, the other princes from the Academy. Yeah, I think there's a deep connection. And I'm going to span this back to... Um, and I do, I've been doing this a lot when it comes to Star Wars. I'm, I'm going to span it back to Chuck Wendig and the amazing job he did with Empire's End more specifically because I do think that the Knights of Ren have a connection to the Acolytes of the of the Beyond. I truly believe that the Knights of Ren were something that Yupei Tashu worked on for the purpose of Supreme Leader Snoke as his original servants. And then along the time, it was like, okay, I'm going to gift you the Knights of Ren, Kylo Ren. That's where the name came from. These are your acolytes in which, by your command, they go out. And the funny thing, if you read Empire's End, the acolytes of the beyond are not force-wielding necessarily. They are people who believe in the dark side, are almost like the Church of the Force, but on the opposite side. They believe in the relics. They believe that their master is somebody who carries that power with them of not just the dark, but understands the light. Who does that sound like in many ways? It sounds like kylo ren who understands the light can easily be pulled by it but is also ultimately pulled by the dark there is something in there that they're not going to talk about and i and i i would love to hear the words acolytes of the beyond be mentioned by kylo ren in episode nine that yes i brought these acolytes in and they served me well in the destruction of luke's academy and they served me well during this time and now it's time for you like almost like what hux did in the force awakens it's this speech to him, to his army almost that we have to go out now and we have to hunt down Ray and we have to hunt down the resistance and we have to destroy everything that they've created since the fall of the empire and live up to my grandfather's potential. That's the big piece with him. That whole piece of the game. There's so much that could happen there. And I think that's again, what Kevin Smith is geeking out about and getting emotional about much like we would is like, there's so much that, that like the God's work that you could say that he's doing is behind the scenes, just creating all these fantastic moments uh, for episode nine. It's so funny to think back to like, you know, our parents' generation. Yes. The star Wars they had was just like nothing compared to what we have now. There is so much star Wars and it's great. And it's so awesome to be able to throw yourselves to throw ourselves into these universes to the point where like, we know just very trivial facts about everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Very like, <laughs> you know, do you really, should we really know, you know, who makes the TIE fighters? No. Yeah, you know, does that no. really matter? No, it doesn't. <laughs> but no. we know it. Should there be a whole backstory to like, you know, this rock over there, this stuff? No, but it's really interesting. Yeah, you know, like uh, the, from episode four, the Tonica sisters. Yeah. Um, they have a whole backstory too. And it's great. It's really interesting, you know. It, mm. It's pretty 
pretty incredible. And I can't wait to see the Skywalker saga finally get wrapped up. And I mean, maybe I'm still, I'm still on the fence well, saying, well, are they really going to wrap it up? I don't know. If you take a very close look at the article that I put out, Caden, one of the things that I said in it, and I don't think a lot of people have picked up on this yet, but I kind of threw it in there as a tidbit towards the end of it. I said, yeah, are they, could they wrap up the Skywalker saga with episode nine? Yeah, they could. But based on how they handle the character of Kylo Ren or how they handle Rey and what we find out about her, my opinion, and I kind of want to hear yours on this, and I think you may have expressed this before another podcast, but I think it's worth a discussion, quick discussion here, is that if Kylo Ren develops in the way that you think he's going to, in the way that I'm starting to think he might go down, whether that is light or dark, I'm thinking it's another Skywalker saga. And I'm thinking that we're looking at this more from possibly a Skywalker solo perspective. Uh, that's, I that's would kind of like thinking. to see that. You know, I caught something the other night, and it could be mm-hmm. nothing, but here's what you have to do with Star Wars is you have to overanalyze every line and every yes. little thing. Every bit. Han, in the beginning of Solo, Star Wars story, says to that recruiter that he has no people. Correct. And then he's talking to Lando about how his dad used to build YT-1300s on Corellia. Right. So who is Han? Who is Han really? Is that something we're going to find out eventually? You Mm -hmm. know, a little more mystery Mm -hmm. to that character. Is there a potential bloodline there that maybe taps into some other stuff? I don't know. You know, maybe that joining of the Solo and Skywalker blood was something really special obviously it was i mean kylo right. is arguably one of the most powerful force users we've seen on camera you know we saw luke obviously and safe to say that yeah anakin obviously but i don't i mean we didn't see anakin do that crazy of things compared to you know we, we saw kylo he starts off this new trilogy he stops a blaster bolt in the air we've never yeah, seen that real look at him yeah we'd never seen that ever no. happen you know, he's like diving into people's minds all crazy. I'm I'm waiting. I'm waiting very impatiently. <laughs> it, the keyword impatiently on that one. All folks. I wanted for Christmas was a Star War and they didn't give me a Star War and I'm I'm not happy. No. <laughs> but I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm happy to wait. Just give me if you could just give me one thing. Just give me a trailer. Even yes. if it's a teaser. Yes. Something for me to watch 4000 times in the next 2 days, you know, mm-hmm. it'd be great. It'd be awesome. I still watch the trailers from the from the previous films. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I so love the episode eight trailer. So oh, good. Yeah, that is a great one. It really is the way that Ryan cut that thing and used the IMAX cameras to really capture all the different essences of uh, what The Last Jedi actually put out. I, I agree with you. There's a lot of rumors out there that might we see something before the new year even uh, comes to us, yeah. There, there's a there's a small possibility we, we could possibly see something. I mean, it's not out of the picture. We're exactly almost one year out from episode nine. So the marketing team, and I think that they learned this between Rogue One and they learned this between Solo. Well, we can't be we can't be hanging back anymore. If 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 this thing's a year out, we should probably start looking into marketing this thing a year out. Because that's that's just makes the most sense for Star Wars. They did it with The Force Awakens. It was great. Last Jedi, they waited a little bit. They they had um, title of the film out pretty quickly. They had the basic cast, including additional cast members, pretty quickly. And then they waited a little bit longer just to make sure that the trailer was out there and that it made sense. And I get it, but if you want to, if you really want to get people involved, give us something 
either right around Christmas or right at New Year's and say, hey, guess what? We're a year out, folks. Here it is. Have yeah. fun and get yourself ready for this adventure in a galaxy far, far away. That That's, that's what Star Wars does best. And, and I think they have to yeah. do it, man. They, I can't sit here much longer and continue to look at past trailers because there's just so yeah. much in my head. There's so much in I my know. head. I'm like, JJ, stop it. Stop. There's there's nothing better for Star Wars fans than sitting down for the first time watching a new Star Wars movie. Oh, man. And I hope, moment. you know, I've talked to every pretty much every one of our friends, mm-hmm. you know, from Kirk out in California to uh, Star Wars Guru, you know, you guys, obviously, everybody. Yeah. I want to get us all into one theater or nine. I think it has to happen. I would love it. I would love if we were on the same theater. I think we like, have. Could to. you imagine just the whole top row of a theater is all Rebel Cause, Brick City, like all all of us, dude. <laughs> I think it's all gotta happen. Down the line, and oh man, it'd be terrible for everybody else because we're probably <laughs> we're gonna be screaming. <laughs> you know, Dad and I, uh, Jake Stetler of Rebel Chat, of course, who Crazy. is recovering very well from his knee surgery. Love you, uh, buddy. Yesterday morning. So yes, love you, Dad, and uh, hope you heal up quick, man. It was it was pretty great. He's uh, he's very funny when he's on painkillers. <laughs> can imagine. And he's just talking about. Uh, obviously, we've talked about it a couple times now. Rebel Chatter's been been off for a while. Very busy schedule for Dad. We just haven't been able to make it work. But he, he looked at me at one point. He's like, "We're we're gonna get the chatter going again, buddy. We're gonna get it. <laughs> we're gonna get the band back together, man." And I'm just like, "Hell yeah, man! We're on a mission from God now. Let's do it." So oh, coming coming soon. Coming soon. Anyway, I'm just excited, man. And, you know, I guess the, the perfect way to wrap this up is to talk about, well, I guess one little one little side thing before that. Yeah, I had a pretty awesome experience tonight. We have an event in the works at Switch VR in Lancaster. Ah. Um, had my first meeting tonight with uh, Rick, the owner. He was hey, fantastic. Rick. And hi, Rick. And he not only you know, super down to do it, which we're mm-hmm. very, very excited about because it'll be a great venue for everybody to get into and play some of these awesome VR games. But he basically like just turned on one of the machines for us. It was a, a Vive. You're right, right, right. Yeah. Not an Oculus, but it was, yeah, the HTC Vive. HTC um, Vive, yeah. Which were incredible. Uh, my fiance Victoria was with me. And we both were just taking turns playing this thing, man. And he let us go for like a while. Wow. He's just like, oh yeah, if you if we're good doing events, man, test it out. You got to try it, you know. So oh, it was pretty. Wow. It was pretty great. We actually got a gift card for Xmas of Brewskins, which is on December twenty second at Rumble Brewskins in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, from three to seven. Join Rebel Cause and Starbucks doing a live podcast, live roast, wing challenge, all that great stuff, and of yeah. course. My brothers from the North Brick City are going to be there. Steve Kirk uh, from yeah. the West, the man in the Woo-hoo. West. West Coast. Will be there with us and a, a bunch of other people too, man. I'm excited. Yeah. I, th- I think the only person from last time, well, Mopar and Cody, of course, they're out in Ohio. Mopar was at uh, B-Wings and Brewskins. And um, Mike Moriarty, I'm very sad, will not be joining us. Mike, uh, we love you. We love you, Mike. You broke my home one heart. <laughs> hey, I That's like what that. you did. <laughs> Mike, 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 Mike. I, you know... And I will say this, a quick shout out to Mike Moriarty before you continue there, Caden, because him and Steve have been going off on social media and they've been doing hashtag Vong for life. And I told him, I said, one more talk about the use on Vong and, and we're going to have an issue, buddy. So big shout out to you, Mike. But remember that hashtag, buddy. Watch it. 
Gotta love Mike Moriarty, man. He's so nice. He's just so nice, guys. Come on. But yeah, so that was pretty great. Um, That's awesome. We we played this one little game, which number one, I'm excited because we're we're gonna do Rebel Chatter live. You know, Rebel Cause, Rebel Chatter live, essentially from this VR arcade. Again, Switch VR. Uh, it's at Rockville Outlets in Lancaster. If uh, you're from the area, and there was this one really cool game. I did Beat Saber finally, oh, nice. which was great. That was super cool. It was just like yeah, lightsabers, and you were hitting stuff, and there was music, and it was beautiful. <laughs> it was called The Ledge or, or Walk the Plank, I think. Right? It comes up, and you're in a city, looks like New York or something, and you turn around, and you get in an elevator, mm-hmm. and you press a button, and it takes you to the top floor. And the elevator opens, and there's just a plank in front of you that you're supposed to walk out on. Oh and no. I've seen people play these, and I've always been like, oh, they're stupid. Like, come on. You know you're not really on. You don't, when you're in that helmet, realize that it's not real. I mean, oh, man. obviously, you know it's not real, but it completely closes off your vision, and you, you, you have headphones on it, so you can't hear everybody else outside. And it took me a couple minutes to walk out onto this plank, man. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> like, I looked, and I took steps but i was so nervous to step off i was yeah. it just it was like a natural thing i actually had to, i peeked under the <laughs> under the uh cheated man the eye set i'm just like just to make sure this isn't some cruel trick <laughs> i actually got to the end and i jumped off just to see what would happen and you'd like plummet down to the ground oh, it was man. it was crazy that's crazy and um there's another really fun game it was like a a Western. There's a lot of cool like Star Wars like games, which he will have trials of tat or tri- trials on Tatooine. Yeah, trials um, on Tatooine. Yeah. Ready for us for when the event happens, which will be after uh, Xmas and Brewskins. We we haven't nailed down a date yet. Uh, we're gonna right, talk. Right, right. It's actually really funny because as soon as I walked in, he's like, "Oh yeah, man, great. We've been slow all night. We can talk for a while." Like ten people walked in. Who <laughs> <laughs> ready? So yeah so he ended up he was just like here just go play this and we'll talk a little bit it was great but yeah ton of fun looking forward to that guys obviously stay tuned we'll we'll be uh announcing that it'll be a great time something really unique for us all to do together that is you know? yeah be awesome what about you man i know you got uh something on the eighth right is that the blockade live thing yeah we're doing yeah, our holiday krypton, special right? yeah krypton comics and yeah. pop culture in downtown exeter new hampshire check it out um, we're going to have free hot cocoa. We're going to do an ugly sweater contest. And uh, they're going to have store specials on all Star Wars items for the holiday season. You know, Krypton's got great stuff. They got vintage stuff from the 70s. They've got stuff all the way up until now, including Black Series figures. So come on in, support your local businesses. Come listen to the live podcast, get some free hot cocoa. And also, the big piece for us right now is our holiday toy drive that we're doing for Seacoast mm-hmm. families right now because. Um, I've been talking with a lot of organizations locally and the numbers are double of what they were last year and they're just not getting the toy input that they expected. And uh, with all these organizations with Brick City, I said, you know what, let's find a way to help you guys out and let's get these families some gifts for the holiday season that that they probably didn't think were going to be coming their way. So you can go over to Stairway to Heaven Comics over just around the corner from me over in Newington, New Hampshire, near the mall at Fox Run, our good friends over there. Um, drop off an unwrapped toy over there. It can be as simple as a quick little, little little Lego set. It can be a Black Series figure over at Stairway to Heaven Comics up until December 17th. On December 17th, we will collect them and we will be bringing them to the organizations and we will be dropping them off and they'll be in the family's hands for Christmas time. So all the kids will 
have big smiles on their faces. They'll have be unwrapping something on Christmas Day. So we're super excited about that. Amen, brother. That's awesome, man. So happy about that. This is like we got like a rebel alliance going on now, man. It really is. Great it stuff really all around. Is. It's so fun. I have to give a shout out to Abby Weimer actually tonight. Nice. Um, new friend I met through Todd and Kat from Ravello, of course. Love them. Love Abby too, actually. She did something pretty awesome tonight. She was at our bag give out. Um, mm -hmm. We give out those bags in, in town the other night. She dropped off four brand new sleeping bags for us wow. tonight. So now we have five sleeping bags that we're going to be. We're gonna get a couple more together, and we're gonna be taking them out more out to the homeless here in Lancaster. Pretty excited about it. That's amazing. Recently, on the past episode, we said, "Hey, how can everybody get involved in uh, bringing those sleeping bags in?" Look at this. Oh, yeah. A week later, a one week later, oh, yeah. we got them in there. There, man. That's so awesome. Yeah, and I'm I'm just stoked about it, man. That that was an awesome day, and it just hasn't stopped. And that's that's where the momentum's been, man. You know, really the momentum is just pushing, and it's all leading to this uh, Xmas at Bruskins, man. Can't wait till you guys. You know, all my friends are gonna be here. That's the that's the only thing I will say that sucks about this, guys. I I do have friends around here, obviously. You know, I live with my best friend, my fiance, of course. Um, you know, I have I have a couple friends from high school. You know, my friend, my buddy Alex has been my friend since fifth grade. He's still here. I have Mac, of course, Quinn. Nick, James Farbo. Well, it makes it sound like I don't have a, I have a lot of friends now, but I do. I have a lot of great friends. But some of the closest people I talk to every day aren't even in the same state as me. You know, mm -hmm. Farbo, mm -hmm. I can't talk to much because of him running Farbo Co. at 157 East King Street. Shameless plug for Farbo. Love him. Love that place. Love you, Kate, too. But yeah, it's just funny, man, because everybody else is busy. But I talk, I mean, we're all obviously busy. But, you know, you, James, Steve, all you guys, all the time. And you guys are, of course, out of state. So when the boys are back in town, I get pretty excited. And yeah. chaos ensues when a bunch of nerds gather. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that was James Brown's voice saying that, too. I know. We got to get him to say it. And, and say it. just picture chaos in the streets, lightsaber battles in the streets and on the rooftops. That actually happened last time they were yes, here. So, yeah, it, it <laughs> actually did. happened. Yeah, it's great. So, it's gonna be fantastic. But I guess we're getting to that time, Robin. I'm gonna say it this time instead of you. You get to say it all the time. <laughs> Please say it. I'm getting sick and tired of saying it all the time. It's plug time, baby. Where, oh. where can all the good people? Where can all the good people find you all across the internet verse, the Twitterverse, oh. the oh. Facebookiverse, Instagramiverse? Oh, that's different terminology. Oh, uh, Tumblr, no. <laughs> no, no, Tumblr? no, 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 I'm not touching I Tumblr. Your, I heard anyway. your account got deleted. I don't know. Yeah, weird, yeah, right? yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what that was all about. I was, I was, I thought I was doing a pretty good job on there. Uh, anyway, you can follow me over on Twitter, uh, at Mr. Road Tweets over on Instagram, all my tomfoolery happening locally here in New Hampshire and soon on the road to Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Over there at the official vote, www.brickcityblockade.com for everything happening in that galaxy far, far away. Patreon to support the network, T Public to support the network and rock the swag, Starlight Children's Foundation, the Galaxy of Joy program. Please make sure to check that out. And of course, our toy drive over at Stairway to Heaven Comics and Krypton Comics in Exeter. All those fantastic places. But until that point, Mr. Stetler, where can the good people find? you and all the awesome things you are doing in pennsylvania on social media well of course you can find us at rebel cause lancaster on facebook and instagram under that same name you can find us at 
rebelchatter.com where you can listen to the official podcast of Rebel Cause, which will be back very soon, ladies and gentlemen. We're booking mm-hmm. live events. You know it's going to be back on the iTunes and the and the SoundClouds and all that great stuff. Um, I don't know if we're on SoundCloud. I think we are. I don't know. Anyway, maybe don't look there. I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> and of course, guys, you can find me on Facebook at Caden Patrick. Send me that friend request. Let's talk some Star Wars and City Black K Podcast Network all the time with that beautiful man right there, Robin Boat. So, guys, until next time, may the force be with you. Always. <laughs>